Today's sponsor is Vibration. Vibration provides designer hydration packs designed to make you look cool, keep your stuff safe, and stay hydrated at music festivals and events. Their holographic designs add to your festival ensemble. Make sure you get your pack using promo code BB Media Industries LLC to save 10% on your new pack on Vibration.com. Oh, and one more thing. Free shipping on orders over $75. Hashtag life's a party. Stay hydrated. Hello and welcome to another rousing edition of Trending Topics with BB. I am your humble host, Brooke Brown, hence the BB. Well, first and foremost, let's get this housekeeping rules and regulations out of the way. Feel free to log on to the official website for this podcast at TrendingTopicsWithBBPodcast.com. There you will find links to every platform and every social media platform that this podcast has been uh, posted. And if you're just one of those people that likes to Google things, if you Google this podcast, you'll pretty much find the same information. Uh, Along those lines, if you are an Apple Podcast or Stitcher subscriber, Feel free to leave a favorable rating and comment. It helps this podcast be found by other listeners that are looking for new and exciting podcasts. And I want to thank every listener who has found this podcast, who is listening to this podcast, who is enjoying the content and conversations that this podcast offers. It is a little bit of a random podcast, but I appreciate you more than you will ever know. So thanks again for tuning into this podcast and now on to uh, what this new and exciting episode is uh, entailing. It is my first panel podcast. I was able to sit down with intricacy artists. Uh, there's this tour that going around in the trend, trending trance scene out there uh, that brought uh, a few artists to Phoenix. And I was able to sit down with them prior to their gig and chat about trans family as a whole, how they got into trans music, and um, more topics related to trans, as you can tell. Uh, so without really ruining the awesome, candid conversation that occurred, feel free to enjoy this great conversation with them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thanks again, you guys, for doing this. And I'm really excited that you guys came to Phoenix um, bringing more trans here, because as you can tell, we have problems here. But that's neither here or there. Um, so, Carlos, uh, welcome. Introduce yourself and kind of maybe start with kind of how you got into trance, and then we'll get over to mineral in a minute. So, sure. So, I'm Carlos Ortega. I came out here from Los Angeles, Orange County area. It's my first time playing in Phoenix. I'm really stoked about it. Um, how I got into trance, well, for me, it was. I was listening to trance before I even knew to even call it trance. That was the same with me. Yeah, before this was just genres. like me <laughs> in high school, and then like one of my friends showed me, and I still remember like this is what actually what got me into trance and into DJing as well was Tiesto's Power Mix video. That still was like that's like literally what started my interest in DJing as well as for trance before I even knew what to even call it. And then what actually like solidified it, it's me just sticking straight to trance throughout was. John O'Callaghan's Aesop 550 set in LA. That was just the one that's okay. I'm sticking this to the neck out. So out of like ten years of DJing, the last was it six, seven or so? That's kind of what made me go this path directly. Awesome. And then welcome, Manuel. Um, what is? Well, introduce yourself, and and people will recognize that you have an accent. So kind of your journal <laughs> journey here. Uh, okay, hello. I'm Manuel Show from Italy. Awesome. And I uh, came here for uh, the Extrema Maxima tour. Extrema Maxima is my new compilation out on Extrema Group Music, my label. Awesome. And uh, we I started being a DJs in the very, very uh, far away, uh, 1989. So a long time ago. But uh, I turned into... Not to date myself. Yeah, trans. <laughs> well, wasn't even born. Yeah. So I started with, you know, dance music and this kind of music, but I was always addicted to melodic music. So um, in probably 1994, I started playing only exclusively trance. Awesome. And, you know, was, I was a DJ in Italy, especially in Rome, where I live. And I, was, um, I started as a warm-up DJ only. For, I was a warm-up DJ for two, three years in the biggest club in Rome. 
and then I changed my name, artist name, because Manolito is, of course, not my real name. Because everybody asks me, oh, you're in French. No, it's not. It's why, let's say, long story. Tell me about it. No, it's long. It's a really long story. <laughs> but no, it, um, even if uh, the, 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 uh, the name sounds French, I'm not French, 100% Italian. Then, um, as I was telling you earlier, uh, my international career completely changed and uh, didn't grow up when Tiesto played my tracks for almost two years and people started knowing uh, a little bit my name and, and now we are here, you know, celebrating Extremo Maxima here in Phoenix. Awesome. My first time. So, I kind of, this goes for both of you, so whoever wants to chime in. Um, we've, you both mentioned, uh, we both, well, we've all mentioned that we kind of got into dance music before. It was like known by subgenres. What it, what do you think, like being from, I'm asking you this, being from Italy and, and, and the European like origin of dance music and how it's still relatively young in the U.S. if you really think about it. What are your thoughts on how it was viewed as underground here, but it was what it was and what it still is today in Italy or in Europe or wherever? In my time, sounds like older, <laughs> but in my time there were no more, you know, uh, kind of music, you know. It was like disco music, or techno music, right? Uh, there's no more. There now is a, is a big tree. Like we have trends, progressive trends, uh, deep trends, vocal trends, upbeat trends. It's so Side many. Trends, yeah. yeah, so many. At uh, th that time, was just like this on this, you know, okay. black or white, you know, no matter what. And it was completely different, completely different. Now, you know, trends uh, in Italy is is not underground. There's no trends in Italy. Even if a lot of people trying to uh, grow up a little, you know, trans family, uh, but it's it's really hard because they, the new generation of uh, dancers and they, they 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 turn on MTV. What they say? Okay, trap. It's good. Dubstep. It's good. So they all good there. There is no education about music in Italy. They you know people listen only what radio broadcasts. Or television broadcast, they don't. If if I come to um, you know, a sixteen, uh, seventeen, or eighteen years old, and say, hey, uh, do you like trends? It's like what? It's like this in Italy. You you know, trends worldwide is very famous, but if you pick up every single state, every single country, not as famous. Besides right. Holland, because so basically trends uh, was born there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, now the, 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 the trend of the moment is, uh, you know, Thailand, Malaysia, Singapore. Now they have a big boom over there. Like Argentina and Mexico, they had a big boom uh, five years ago. Right. So, along those lines now, Carlos, what do you think about the, the evolution of where we are now? As far as where we are now in the U.S., definitely it's gotten bigger. The Dream State movement has definitely helped out a lot of other artists. Not just bring uh, international artists out here, but also bring in like our own homegrown artists, like get their, like get their shine as well. Because before we would only have like so very few events, and there's only so many spots in a bill, and it's like who are you gonna bring? Because definitely you want to bring out like the international big names to bring out here that people want to see. But also you have to think about it, it's like from like a homegrown standpoint, it's like we have our artists as well. So now this is actually giving like us our opportunity to prove ourselves like not necessarily like taking away the shine but saying it's like hey we're here as well it isn't just <laughs> what I really do like about it is that it, it's bringing everyone into the conversation it's bringing like all the overseas artists it's bringing up it's bringing light into our own local artists I've seen a lot of guys that over like the last like couple of years or so being more uh, recognized and it's nice to see that hey we got talent on our our on our own soil as well and it's really seen like some of these guys I have supported like over the years and seen um, new ones like bringing light to them it's like I've never known this person before but now I because of this whole thing that's bringing explosion to them I'm able to discover and so I'm like holy crap this guy's fucking dope too awesome so I yeah like I, I did notice because I was listening um, to your set from Dream State earlier today to get me in the mood again 
fantastic. Thank you. Um, but the fact that you're, you know, we hear about the names, the well-known names in trance, the the Paul Oakenfolds or Paul Van Dyke, Marcus Ferry, which I love. But I love the fact that Dream State is opening people to bringing in your, yourself or yourself to it. And um, we have some guys here that I know. And um, I, I know Nico. Um, I met him at EDC last year and, and, and saw his set. And, you know, I'm, I'm about that diversity as well and, and bridging the gap. So, you know, we kind of talk about the difference in brands with Dream State and, 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 and then, you know, how it's viewed against a state of trance. Um, sorry. Um, w- with these events and, and the ability... Do you guys believe that in that whole comeback thing? Because personally, as a fan, I've never stopped listening to trance ever since I found it 15, 20 years ago. But this whole, oh, trance is making a comeback. I want to get on the trance train. I want to release under a new alias, i.e. Purple Haze or uh, W&W's alias. So, what is the alias? N-W-Y-R? Yeah. Um, what do you guys think? as that like going forward is that a good thing that they're they're you know people are like oh discovering trance or didn't know they like trance now or is it a divide for all of us that you know from the beginning i mean people will make up their own divisions regardless of what anything is it's just always been a thing regardless of genre or category uh, but i do feel that with dreams Day and they saw it if it does bring in if, it, if, it's, if it's exposing the sound to newer people, I see that as just like a huge benefit. It's like you'll have someone that. Casey, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I honestly, I, 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 I just. Not being an asshole, I had a hiccup. <laughs> that's, that's what I did. I had a hiccup, goddamn. No, but in honestly, like the exposure, like what ASA has a massive reach and Dream State is like definitely like driving like the movement in the United States as well as now expanding worldwide to me it is it is just really inviting more people to the conversation awesome now with that Casey introduce yourself because you're being recorded fair enough <laughs> so <laughs> this record. is a panel podcast now no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> it's all good that's why I love podcasting so introduce yourself and start with how you got into trance Ah, shoot. I played uh, computer games a lot and uh, listened to like DIFM trance channel, vocal trance and all that because we were playing for mad hours. Got to have like that upstreaming, more up-tempo music playing and that's how I got into trance. And were you aware of trance prior to that kind of exposure? It was just, I was just like a computer gamer growing up and with play some music on like the main switch over was when my cousin came over to tutor me in chemistry I think I was 15 or 16 he's three years older than I am and like he walked in my room and I had it on like low and he goes what do you know like what the hell do you know about this I was like uh I don't know I just put it on when I when I when I play games why he goes I am this I'm like what do you mean you are this he goes I'm taking to I'm taking you to a rave like within like a couple weeks and then it's just <laughs> went from there. Took off. I've noticed that, that just kind of bringing you guys are all talking about video games. Um, we actually have trans family here that owns a gaming lounge, and all they do is they stream trans all day. And all of their patrons come in and go, oh, this is great, this is great. So do you think there is a connection between gaming and trance? Personally, I kind of do, yes. Kind of, yes. But for me, yes, I would say 100 Ten percent, yes, but I can't speak for everybody else. But I would say that there is a connection because you walk into like if you go to like a uh, any sort of like computer gaming place or whatever, they always have something more up tempo playing. Whether if it's trance, house, techno, hard style, they always have the more like upper pace music playing, which kind of at least for me, there's a direct correlation there. So I would say yes. You guys agree? Oh, I love video games, so I guess I say yes. I definitely agree. Yeah, I definitely say yes. 
Well, it's funny. Um, you guys might meet him later tonight. Um, my boyfriend's also, we met through the trans love, and he's also a former gamer, and he's actually getting ready to go to E3 this week. Me um, too. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, he's talked about how the reason he got into trans was because of the inspiration it, and doing games, and he's an engineer, so it's kind of come hand in hand. So it's just kind of a full circle. It just kind of popped in mind to ask you guys because um, it seems to be you're not the only ones out there that have that connection between gaming and trans. But um, aside of whatever, uh, but to kind of get you up to speed, Casey, uh, I asked them kind of what their thoughts were on Dream State and ASOT and how that's the movement that we're seeing right now. What are your thoughts? Uh, ASOT's always been a movement in my eyes. I don't know about Dream State, but it's great. It's killing in the U.S. and everything. It's the best. But uh, for me, ASOT's like always a, has been the 2006 and whatnot. We would download, you know, ASOT 2006, 2007. Of course, we're on like ASOT 2017 or 18 now. But uh, ASOT's always been there, 100%. And do you think, well, to kind of, a lot of people have this preconceived notion of what trance is based on how they got in, but do you think such people like Tiesto and, and certain people that have kind of made it known that they don't like trance anymore kind of is a good thing, at least it kind of sets, separates it, or do you think that there's kind of this overall lingering thing? Because think... Armin's kind of getting that way as well, to be honest. Let's all be honest. Yeah. The thing, uh, I would say I don't think Tiesto dislikes trans. I would say that he saw an opportunity, he took it, and wants to make a lot of money. And that's I don't frown upon that whatsoever. I think that's completely fine. I think Armin's a different way where he's still playing that. What's the phrase? Gray area. Armin does what he has to do. He releases. He has you know like a big side trance, uplifting trance. Then he has his normal progressive, big room track or whatever. But Armin like has that fine line where he goes here to the far left and then goes to the far right and then like kind of like balances out in, in a way because like even at like the end of his sets like every ace on the last 30 minutes to 40 minutes he's banging it out kind of for the most part mm-hmm. so he i'm not gonna call him like a president is he a president i, I, I don't know He's the one that kind of like guides it and is like, you know what, this is trance as a whole spectrum because it's such a big genre now where you can throw a big room in there, you can throw trance, side trance, whatever the genre is in your eyes, and he kind of just balances it all out and makes it happen. He hasn't full-born jumped ship yet where Tiesto was like, I have this opportunity, I'm done with trance. I don't think he's ever said he hated trance, I could be wrong. But Tiesto is more so just like, I'm going to go this way. I'm going to try to make as much money as I can, which is a great thing. I can't hate on the guy for that. True. But when, I mean, it was, most people, when they think of trance, they think of Adagio for strings. I mean, let's just be of course. be real as one of the first tracks. Traffic, all that. Other than, like, yeah, other, other than, you know, Robert Miles' children or, or you know, motorcycle tracks you know a lot of people listen to that so it's just interesting the reason i brought it up is because i did hear an interview with fairy corson when he brought back goriella the last couple of years and they asked him do you think tiesa would ever produce with you again and fairy corson straight up said no he told me he hated trance that's enough of that next question so that's kind of why i asked that question because even fairy's just kind of like tiesa's left trance stop asking me about it um so, I still don't think he hates it though. I don't think he hates. I don't think he hates friends. it. I just think he saw a big opportunity and took the opportunity to make as much money as possible. Yeah, it's, it's a business. Because mm-hmm. if you're playing trance in Vegas, that's not gonna. That's uh, not gonna pan out. He, he is Vegas now. It's almost to the point where like a normal human being can go to Vegas, and it's almost like Vegas Tiestos to that point almost where it's almost. I'm not gonna say like Vegas Tiesto, but. It's almost to that point because, like, you're walking down the street, you look it up at MGM, one of the biggest hotel casinos ever, and his face is just plastered up there. Right. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, I don't, I, I personally don't think he hates it. I think he more so just saw a better business opportunity. Yeah. So the both business. You yeah. can't, you can't hate something that 
gave you so day, much. It's possible. Tessa was going That made his whole life. That made his whole... He's going back to trance when he's older. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, he is. I don't think he ever will. I don't think he ever no, will. No, no. I think if you put like a million, like a million cash in front of him, I don't think he'll go back. Well, because he's making a million cash. And he doesn't, he doesn't need that. But I just think it's more so like just the aspect of he saw an opportunity, he striked on it, and he did it. I mean, Oakenfold was kind of already doing that in Vegas with his... Uh, but he had a residency. Perfecto Nights and all that kind of stuff. I, I've, I've, I've been there... And I think, I've seen BT in Vegas, but this was years ago, so... I think Tiesto saw what Oakenfold was doing and said this could potentially lead to something, like, massive. And now the guy doesn't even have to really travel that much anymore. He plays, like, four times in seven days, two times, three times, whatever it is. And he doesn't have to go anywhere. And he's big in U.S. pop culture. Well, like, you hear his tracks on Kiss FM... And all that kind of stuff. So. You see on co commercials too. Collab, he collab exactly. He's collabing with pop ish artist. I'm not throwing up quotes, but like <laughs> collabing. <laughs> it's just interesting what he's done, and I, I I can't even like as a as as much passion and love, and the only music I like I like in life is trance. The fact of what he did and how he did it, it's, it's kind of impressive. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess it's just to, I understand the business side of it, but at the end of the day, are you, was that really your goal or was, is it the music? That's kind of where I'm getting at is, I mean, at what point is too much money? I think when he took the right hand turn and said, I'm going trans, I think that was the point where he said, I don't care. Not, I don't care about music, but money supersedes what I'm going to. Trans do a business too. And I yeah, the I, opportunity he I get saw, that. he took it and just ran with it. I get that, but what I'm saying is, there's it, to me the reason I ask these questions is there's we've talked about it a little bit and kind of post the podcast, but the despite the popularity of trans that we've already discussed, there's still a struggle for the unity that everybody claims we have as a trans family worldwide. How would you define unity trans family worldwide? See, the reason I'm very passionate and love the trans family is because for seven years straight, I was actually following a pop group many years ago and dealt with some serious crap that I don't ever want to talk to these people again because they were like the worst people on the planet. But I stepped foot on EDC in 2015 and just the fact that people are human and you're there for the music, you're not there to be seen and you're not there to get recognized all the time and be validated, it's a little bit different in the trans scene as opposed to even when I've been at EDC and gone to circuit grounds or the main stage and then I, immediately I go back, I was going back to Quantum Valley last year because I was like, it's a totally, everybody's there for the music and to actually help each other and have a good time. It's not about, oh, did you, I've seen that, you know, I want to brag about who I saw. I 100% agree with you there. Being that trans fans are the most passionate fans, probably, I I would think, out of all the genres. I don't know, there's no other genre. You don't Bops, see dubstep family, you don't see trap family, you this, don't see progressive house family. That's what I'm saying, because we, we have a thing here like, called AZ Ray family, and then okay. there's Phoenix Trans family. And it's funny because it's not that I don't like the AZ Ray family. They, you, I'm not about judging people on it, music subjective. So you like whatever you want to like. But I just don't... The difference between in the trans family is that I just feel like people come from a more pure, passionate, I'm here for the music, let's you know be united because we love this music, as opposed to I'm in the Ray fam, I just want to be popular. And agree. not to throw shade, but that's really how I view it. I would and, agree with that to an extent on the fact that, like, on the on the surface, it's great you have trans family, but then once you go past that to, like, being a DJ, producer, promoter, whatever it is, it's very click-driven. So you have this trans family, like, on the surface, and then after that, with all the fans and, you know, all that kind of stuff and passion and love, but then once it goes to this next level, past the trans family, it's very almost not trans family when it comes to the actual trans scene, if that makes sense. 
Right. I mean, I've heard that as well. So, I mean, feel free to chime in, anybody, but what are your thoughts? No, it's... You definitely got that. I do feel the same way. It's like on the surface, you do see trans family, but you dig a little deeper, it's very clicky. Everyone's, like, sectioned off. Um, You'll see people who are, like, strictly, like, side trans show. You'll go strictly to these certain label shows. And now, even so, what I've been seeing of is you go to your supporting people who are strictly on a certain agency, which is, I think, is the most, like, stupidest thing that's coming up. It has never been about an agency, like, on the audience side of things. Labels and stuff I can understand. That's perfectly fine. They push out a certain sound, it's like, and it chimes well with them. But it's never been, it's like, who is getting your bookings? That is beyond stupid. It's, it's almost become this little, like, I don't know how to word, word it, but this, like, you're, you're talking about, like, trans people don't care about being famous, and they don't care about this and that and all that kind of stuff. Different from Quantum Valley to the Circuit Grounds to the main stage, Kinetic Valley, whatever it is. So when you get into it, it's very much almost like that. When you really look into it, it's almost very like, yeah, this is me. I do this and that. And that's almost what it's become in the trance scene, especially like in the last year or two, three years, two years. It's become much more very driven, which I guess that's anything. If like an economy builds, being like a trance, like a trans economy, say it builds up a little bit, these random little cliques and egos start being built and it's pretty interesting so my next question is what are your thoughts about the whole i'm in a trans elitist and then i'm a trans purist <laughs> and, and I, I just want to say i just love trance but why why is there speaking of divides coming from everybody's but i mean you can chime in as well like why is there like i let me just preface personally i'm not a side trans fan but I'm not going to hate on you for liking Psytrance. You you can go to your Psytrance stage, or you can go to your raves, or you can do whatever you want to want. But why is there <laughs> seems to be, oh, you like Jock, or you like, you know, this label, that, and they like, people are starting to like, have that kind of negative connotation on it. And it's just kind of like, why is there need to be that divide? We're here for trance, fundamentally. You know what I mean? Anyone? <laughs> All right, I'll follow on this. I, say, I, I think it's just natural. Carlos, go for it. I'll follow up. I, I do feel like a lot <laughs> of the common thing is it's like, oh, I've been listening to trans since whatever since a fucking I was a fucking semen cell, whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like okay, however long you've been doing something does not correlate to how much you know or can be great at something. There is no fucking correlation with that. Sure, you might have spent more time doing it, but. Come on, we've seen people blow up with, like, people who have been producing for less than four years, and they're already, like, playing, like, all the EDC, Tomorrowland, whatever the fuck. Your time spent of how much you know something doesn't necessarily mean that you know it all. That's one of, like, the main arguments I ever see online, and it's fucking stupid. At the same time, you're also, like, putting out people who are barely, like, discovering the sound and trying to get into it. And you're saying, like, oh, you can't like this because I've known this longer than you, and what you know, you don't know shit. Well, fuck, that, you're just barely getting me. into the sound. It's like... Instead of being condescending, educate. That's the main problem. It's like I see a lot of people just talking down to people, but no one's educating anyone. It's like, oh, you like this sound? It's like, so this is kind of like what I like. You don't have to put anyone down. Just fucking educate. That's like the biggest thing I see. It's what puts off a lot of people from getting into the sound. It's just like, why am I going to keep listening to this if it's filled with like fucking dickheads? Like, all, all these like elitists yes. that are like oh all the people who are claiming this like no it's all from the very beginning are pretty much like killing off the genre within it I think the elitist comes from just like competition of just growing up you have your sports team your sports team's tech trans his sports team's on Juno Beats they're gonna clash heads they're wanna fight about shit it? <laughs> to each other but it's like one of those things where I don't know well, well, coming from a label owner yourself and all that, what, what are your thoughts on, like, people saying, I don't know, whatever they say and all the crap that we're talking about? I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a complicated subject. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's complicated. You know, because I can't be really, you know, honest about that because. Um, there is too much to say about this you know the, the big problem in trans scene at the moment is 
just like this, uh, the hater. You know, you know, a real trans family, there is a big difference between a, a supporter of something and, um, you know, a trans family. Trans family is supposed to support everything, no matter what. Every DJs, uh, every then you have your taste. Who you like more? Who you like less? And whatever. But trends. If you support trends, you support the music. At the first place. But then, when you starting supporting so only one thing, it's no more trans family for me. It's something else. So and this is complicated. I don't agree with that too. Like to me, mm -hmm. like, I've never even used the like expression like trans family. But like if I ever had to, I would say like homeboy sleeping over here on the couch is like yeah. that, that's my trans family. I don't would never ever say even trans family, but I take it in a different tense opposed to this whole big umbrella of the fact that like that's my boy, I know him. To me, like that's my that's personally that's my trans family, but it's outside of that. It's like, eh. <laughs> really? Snoring. You drink three drinks. For example, tonight. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know, it's my first time in Phoenix. I don't know how the trans city is over here, but a real trans fan should go to a party no matter what no matter who plays you know even mr peppa pig would play there and he plays trends if i am a real supporter i go and i support the party i support the promoter for uh, you know all the energy spent for you know creating a party which is not easy nowadays right. nowadays but when you when you see you know uh, a party that People don't come just because one. It's I don't no. It's too much. I no, go say no, go I for it. Like it. No, 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 not to be, not to be an asshole. Let it flow. No, no, not to be an asshole. Not to be an asshole. Let it flow. Come on, Manny, get real. Let it, let no, it flow, no, Manny. No, I can't. Not to be an asshole. Well, you know. no, but I to go on. You reason that's why I I'm here talking to you guys and I've been, been talking trying to get. Trans family excited for tonight. Okay, I tell you, this is the the situation right now on trans scene. It's a big clash of clans. That's it. That's a big problem. That's the biggest truth ever. And that's what I was saying earlier. It's a big problem. You said trans family is big lovey dovey thing. On the surface, yes, but once you go past the fan aspect of it, it's what he just said on Clash of the Titans. So. Along those lines, then how can we fix this? How? There's nothing. First of all, people Give everyone all the money should come back on Earth. Because people think they are gods. They are not. True story. So, get the fuck down, everything, and be a real family. Not, I'm better than you, or, hey man, um, you are not better than me. And all these fights. Because you brought up another thing that has been bothering me is because there, I know people were pissed specifically at Dream State and EDC with the lineup at Quantum Valley because there was a lot of Ajuna Beats artists. I like Ajuna Beats, but I like Cold Harbor. I like every. I like Flashover. I like Extrema. Okay, you know, I like it. So why? But but the ma major criticism I saw was. Well, they're not trans, they're house, so don't go support them. And it's like, they're the close, like, who are you to judge the genre based on who's booked? You know that, actually, I think I told you, or, no, yeah, I think I told you. Actually, techno is doing better trans than actually trans. Thank you. Do you know that? Yes. Do you know that? No, no, no. I will. I will literally download, like, a drum code track and be like, holy shit, this is... It's pretty trancy, in my opinion. It's, it's, it's look, techno. Let's take away a track name. It's like, let's strip away the artist name. Let's strip away the track name. Let's strip away where the label came from. You just listen to it as just 
what the, the music the, is. What the file is. It just, sounds more trancy than I And I, honestly, if you did have any of those like fucking labels on it, could you actually fucking know? It's like, uh, what was the big Eric Pride? Pride, whatever the fuck his name is. Eric Priest is doing... Amazing, no, though. She's a dynasty in himself. No, no, no. He's great. He's like next level, but what was his big track? Um, Which one? The, the, <laughs> the big trance track. He, it was trance, but not trance. The one that he collaborated with Dead Mouse? No, 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 no. Oh, wait. No. It was, it was just Generate? Him. The one that... Generate was my one no. of my favorites. No, no, no. This is recent. Within the last year. Oh, oh Stay With Me. Yeah. The stay, stay With, with me. me. I love that like, track. To me, I, hear, I heard that track, and I was like, that's more trance than I've ever heard in like the legitimate sense of I didn't when I was in the 90s I was an infant I was a kid so I don't really know about the 90s or anything but to me when I hear that track it makes me think back to that time on how that music was made and I, you, you know why you know why he because that more than me but there are two kind of track the radiophonic one and the club one every priest makes their tracks exclusively for club when stay with me in club is mind blowing. It's all like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! If you listen, if you listen in, in, into radio while you drive, say, "Oh, come on, this is boring. This is not radiophonic." I don't think it is, but no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm talking about normal people, not just trans fan or oh, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah music so fan. the mainstream. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of producers nowadays. They, 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 they make a very huge radiophonic track. But in club, the, the track doesn't work at all. Bad master, bad um, arrangement, whatever. But that, this is a fact. This is a fact. Well, that's true. Okay. Well, then my so question along those lines, because um, my boyfriend will text to this, his opinion is that trance is not, was not made for clubs. It was made for other genres. It was made for outdoor venues. It's made for um, does everybody kind of like what like a Woodstock used to be without the craziness of a Woodstock kind of a feel, or the craziest of an underground rave. Like that's what it's made for, but it's not made for the main street club scene. Do you agree? Um, trance is. Um, how do you say that? It's not for. Huge festival, probably because you know, two three minutes break down, it's way too much. People want to go there for. It's tough. It's too much of this. No. They 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 want yeah. they want to jump. They want to dance. They want to. That, that's why Psytrance is going. It's growing Ex- something like it's so fast. Because it's appealing to the hard style, the drum and bass people, anybody else that's not they, they, into they trance. They want to have fun. They they, they want to. Okay, okay. The the, the melody is amazing. Whatever. I'm flying. I'm whatever. That's the one so. thing in itself. It's is something that I feel. I do admire the passion of transfers, but sometimes I feel like the genre is taken like too seriously by others. And it's, it was like, oh my god, it's really fucking uplifting me to the heavens. I'm like, dude, and like when I'm playing sad, I play a really like banging techie straight out, and just like, dude, I'm just here to like fucking like bang out fucking tracks I love and like get you guys fucked up. Like at the end of the day, dude, it's a fucking party, man. Have some fucking fun. Don't take it so fucking serious. Well, don't read into the melody so much. I'm like, dude, just have some fucking fun. Don't think too hard. Enjoy your drink. Let's have some fun. Right, I agree. But is it also the pre? I mean, it's funny because my my actual family think I'm crazy that I'm into trance music. But tell me about it. Um, <laughs> because of the because they have that preconceived notion of what you know EDM is, and oh, you're just a druggie or. All that kind of crap. And I go, I've never taken one drug <laughs> other than I drink alcohol. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm not into that. That's just me personally. But if you want to be, want to do you, you do you. But my, my point with the reason I'm bringing it up is, is it because there's now so much where everybody enjoys music? I mean, it's subjective. So why why is there so much judgment based on how people enjoy something? I don't think it's judgment. I think it, like I, you, people laugh, but it takes me back to my sports comparison. I think people just get really passionate and happy about whatever particular sound they're into, and they love it so much they want to defend it. And that defending is, I'm gonna fucking talk shit on the Judah Beats. I'm gonna laugh at this label, that, this and that. I think it's just like a like a normal like just. 
kind of like just competition and not like I'm not I don't, I don't like to say hatred. I think it just comes to like a competitive thing where everyone looks at each other like I like this sound and I want to diss you for liking that sound and it's not right but at the same time I think they're just that passionate about whatever sound they're into that they're going to make fun of this and that personally me I don't know you guys agree to an extent yes I do feel like if you are really um, I say emotionally invested into a certain thing and you and you'll probably hear someone like talk about it and I'm just going to like wait what the fuck are you saying you listen to this shit oh no that stuff's bullshit and that's kind of like starts the whole argument going back and forth and then throwing even more labels or this sound or this artist into it and you just have like this whole bunch of infighting and it's kind of like not even really warranted in it it's like at the end of the day you're gonna listen to what you like I'm gonna listen to what I like there's never been I've never seen one fucking argument ever like on the internet where it's like at the end of the day it's like oh fuck you convinced me of this and like no it's like no you're just just no it's like you like this shitty label? No, you're a dick. You're an asshole. Like, why'd you call me in? It's like, well, you started this whole argument. Now we're bringing a whole bunch of other shit into it. And it's just a whole clusterfuck of we're getting nowhere and just pissing each other off. So. Welcome to Facebook. Welcome <laughs> yeah. to the internet. <laughs> yeah. So, in that case, how, I mean, why don't people let the music speak for itself? Why is it, is it because just we're a whole world society that is addicted to the internet and addicted to a persona that we put out as opposed to being real? I think it's just passion. Someone likes... I can talk from my... I was a fan before I started doing music and DJing and stuff like that. Uh, I was a fan, and I would get upset. But to me, like I was like, I like being in tech trance. And if an artist stopped making it for more so... I don't know what you want to call it. Progressive trance, big room trance, whatever it is. I would kind of be like... Well, fuck this guy, in my honest opinion. Not to be an asshole. But, yeah, not to be an asshole. <laughs> not to be an asshole, hashtag. But, no, I get all serious. It was like one of those things where it's like, damn, I followed you for this much, this long. You guys were killing it. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to take a strong left-hand turn. I, 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 100%, it's just passion and love. You love a sound so much, it gets to a point where you hear another sound and you, you might vent towards it. I mean, I'm not going to look down on anybody. Like, I was never that bad to the point where I'm like, oh, well, fuck you, you Carlos likes and Jenna Beats. No, I'm not like that. Like, I'll, I'll talk shit to him, I'm going to laugh at him. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, like, you don't know what you're talking about. Just based on facts, like, this is what has happened. And I love this sound so much that, again, it goes down to passion. Trance fans are, like, the most passionate people in my opinion, almost in the world when it comes to music. Almost too passionate to the point where it's like, if you don't like my uplifting trance or my tech trance or my side trance, fuck you. I'm going to make fun of your progressive trance, whether if it's in Juna Beats, Marlo, this guy, that guy, whoever, whoever it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not my trance, but I love trance, but that's not my trance. I think it's just... And then all of a sudden, like, if that's not weird. my trance, that is not trance. There's, I don't... It, even if... if it, okay, generally speaking, it is trance... It's just on my trance, and you just go on this whole thing. And it's like you don't know what the fuck trance is, coming from someone who doesn't produce DJ or anything. It's like no, you have exactly. It's like so. What the fuck do you know about trance if you don't make it, play it, anything? So all of a sudden, you dictate what it is when you have nothing that goes into it. And that's you know? what comes to like honestly, trance fans are the most passionate. I still say it, passionate fans. I won't maybe not in all the music, at least in electronic music, the most Definitely. passionate fans. But sometimes we're a little we're a little too passionate to the point that we want to talk shit and make an issue out of something that we shouldn't be making an issue out of. It's just love for whatever sound that you like, and for whatever reason you like it so much, you want to talk shit on everything else. Don't know why. You agree, Manny? Nope. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, I do, but, you know, it's, it's, um, uh, it's a very long story. It's a, yeah, exactly. It's a, no, it's you can go on for hours and hours. It's literally, We can yeah. talk about this until, it's like, like, it's a genuine, like, a, yeah, like, in a Rubik's Cube. Like, trans is honestly, like, in a Rubik's Cube. Like, maybe you, you can solve it. I don't know if you're that, like, genius person, but it's that constant, just, like, there's all these passionate fans, and for some reason in trance, because there's such, there's so many different umbrellas, 
they're so passionate on what they love, for whatever reason, we like to talk shit on what we don't like at the same time. It's kind of, it's weird, to be honest, but it is what it is. Well, uh, coming from me, so, I, I guess, you guys don't really know my background, but there when I... I've loved music my whole life, loved many different genres, and I've, I've, I was that person many, many years ago that would, that wanted, couldn't figure out why somebody liked somebody that I couldn't stand in music. And then one day I hit the light bulb going, it, it's art, it's subjective. Why am I telling somebody what they can and cannot like based on what I don't like? It takes maturity for sure, 100%. So... From experience, I've been that person. I'm not saying I'm perfect by all means. I just It's interesting coming from a different world to loving the music that I originally kind of sparked me when I was such a young age. And it feels, it's just a different feel than what I've felt with at pop concerts, at rock concerts, at different genres. But it's interesting that there were, on the other hand, I'm, Frustrated, people have probably heard me say about what's going on here in Phoenix and why I think it's stupid that it's such a struggle because people don't want to give. It's like they don't want to give trance a chance here. Like coming from you know you know Italy and, and, and LA, we're, we're envious of you guys. It's tough, but yeah, you know what I mean. So of Italy, don't. <laughs> well, Europe in general. Don't be, don't. <laughs> Europe in general is really where Europe, I'm coming from. Yeah. But don't lately Europe is is not that. <laughs> but but it's still I guess that's kind of where I'm coming from and, and, and kind of why like we were kind of hinting at it and, I, and I'm not trying to throw shade on other fans or whatever but you kind of you know we've kind of hinted on like under the surface the politics and the bullshit that goes on and I've heard some I probably don't know as much as you guys but at the end of the day the reason why I do what I do and why I'm here talking to you guys is because it's about the music and it's about you guys and your perspective it's not about what people think about you know what I mean of course but because you're poor but politics and trends at the moment there's no much difference right even regardless of trans genre or whatever politics and everything is well it's business as well is that why you know when when really everything screw up when someone, some smart guy, decided to introduce the word ambassador. That means nothing. But the only way, the only thing they have to do is put this shit on other music. Or other group. Or other trans family. Or whatever. Or not. No, 100%. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, that's why it's funny because there was Drake State was doing that ambassador program the last year. They haven't been because are we headed to the fucking United Nations of Trans? I mean, come on, luminosity has proved one point. At the end of the day, does not fucking matter where you come from. We all came here for the same sound. Yeah, luminosity is one of that's my like bucket list. One of the very few places where there's love there. Yes, I can. I definitely agree. I can tell you. It's different. Dude, like, it's for me, like that's that, definitely for me. I'm only saying this coming from my experience. Only going last year, this might be like the most like hippie sounding shit that comes out of my mouth. But that was like the first time I ever felt like genuine love being in the crowd. Just like I mean, we all knew we all came from like 60, 70 different countries. But at the same time, it was the same sound that drove us. A few years here. ago was even better. I, I, I can only imagine. I have to tell you that. You know, in the last two three years, we mm-hmm. you know I I played. From the very first luminosity ten years ago, so I know every, I know the evolution of luminosity. Mm-hmm. Of and course, the, in the last two three years, it it, it really became something huge. Mm-hmm. People from Australia, from the states. It's become this mecca. You have to make the privilege, uh, the journey out there. Yeah, the, the beginning was really a really intimate party. On the Always beach, be, but yeah. on the beach, we yeah. on the sun when when we were lucky. Yeah, I know something, but now it's, it's very big. But it's one of the very you know I see everywhere, the love for that festival is amazing. The people that wait one year just to be there with 
all the people beside the music. This is good. This is fucking good. Why can't that happen throughout then? What is our issue then? What is the divide? Because luminosity is a category in its own. Oh, what? Luminosity is like in a category of its own. That's you know why? Because uh, because the owner he makes the rules. There's no agency that makes the rules. Luminosity. That's the big problem everywhere else. So. Because I mean, the, I mean, was it two hundred fifty? Two hundred fifty artists this year on the lineup, something like that. What at Luminosity is it like two hundred fifty or some crazy I mean, number? Yeah, whatever, maybe like one hundred fifty or whatever. Yeah. But but like the fact that it spans all different it, within the genre. I mean, I I mean, I would be proud of that. I mean, obviously, I can't make it. I'm sad, but like, you know, it's kind of why why has it become like like a control like a puppet kind of thing you know what I mean in the chance why is it like so f- it can either be really e- easy for people or it could be really hard who's the puppet master in uh, Pinocchio Geppetto I think so <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched that in, in America, years in America it's very Geppetto driven I, 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 I can't speak for Europe because I'm not that experienced there but just looking from the outside in uh, like outside in as a fan it looks like it's of course, you have that there, but there's some events in Europe where it's just like, you're going to play, you're going to play, you're going to play. I don't give a fuck this, this, and that. It looks like America is more so looking for what kind of deal can I get? Mm. So because I can get this kind of deal with, with fuck, I want to say names so bad, with this person, this person, and this person, I could package them all in, and then we're going to go play a club show maybe like six months later or five months later for the same promoter. I think that's where America. I think it's not even so much saving money. I think it's laziness and and I, and not to be an asshole. I think it's on ignorance. I, I don't think they fully understand everything. I think they understand everything, but I don't think they fully know everything going on in a trance scene. And they just look for whatever the quickest, easiest buck that makes sense for them, and they can throw all these artists on the same lineup. At the end of the day is always business. Mm-hmm. it's business driven as fuck and, and we're in America which is the biggest business driven country in the world I don't care what anyone says and it's very like what makes sense to me if I could book this person and then get him and him then why don't I save money and just keep booking off these same few agencies it's almost the same name it's, it's the like, same name just call it a different night it's it's basically it's like, like, like this is like this is like no fault like on the artist. I don't this is I'm not putting any blame, but it's just you literally see the exact same people who just call it like a different brand night, literally the exact same fucking names just call it. Yeah, <laughs> anything. It's, it's like I'm not putting and ignorance on the promoters, and I'm not hating on the promoters, but I think it's laziness, ignorance, and a cheap buck to not laziness. The the, the, the easy way to win. But try to think as a promoter. You want to lose money or you want to earn money. Makes sense. But at the same it's time, they're just taking an easy route to just do boom, boom, boom. And that's, and that's kind of what I'm saying that's happened, but why I'm frustrated here. Because we have, I shouldn't say the names, but I probably have said it on the podcast many times, but... Uh, we have two promoters here. We have a promoter that owns the venues in Scottsdale in the entertainment district where everybody just parties anyway. And that's where Marcus and uh, Ferry's been. So Holden. people come out to this spot like regularly. Yeah. And so regardless. we as trans family have having, been having issues at this venue during those nights because there's us and then there's just the people that are partying. They don't even know who's there. And it becomes... I've seen, like, for instance, I don't know these people, but uh, about a month or two ago, Paul Van Dyke was here. We were all there. And Paul Van Dyke, by the time he goes on, these people that just had walked in, you could tell they had no clue where they were, started an all-out fight. And Paul, it's a small club. You guys haven't been there yet, but it's very small. And you can, uh, from the DJ booth, you can see everything. And I saw Paul... Look, just shake his head, go like, what? And that's the frustration I have coming 
is that why would people want to come here when that type of behavior happens? You know what I mean? Um, so that there's that, and then there's we've talked to the other promoter that does all the um, he's, festivals here, and he's like, well, trance doesn't sell, so I don't want to book it, which is why it was weird that they booked Cosmic Gate. <laughs> and when I went yesterday, because it was like they never, they stopped for the last year and a half booking any trance at the pool parties. Didn't stop recording? Mm-hmm. Are, are Cosmic Gate trance? Since when? Okay. <laughs> I don't think. What, how was it? You mean that? Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought we just did like a, like Back to the Future. Like I thought we were in 1999 right now. I but. was. Yeah, they used to. <laughs> fantastic. Tracks. You haven't heard their new album, Materia? Yeah. Some tracks are good. Yeah. So. I, I mean, I like them. But I want to go them trends, to be honest. But you know, that it doesn't doesn't that doesn't mean that it's not good. The music, when the music is good, no matter what kind of music it, it is. It's, it's a track, of, but does it fit in a trance set? Can it fit? Uh, the last year, I did the six-hour set at, um, in Los Angeles. I played it because a track. It was Hello, the name of the mm-hmm. track. Hello was, yes. H-A-L-O. Hello. Yeah. Like, like the video game. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That track is, is trance, 100%. Okay. So... I mean, I I think they are, but they're they're. No, more... I heard them and then, then, then re- recently on, on my set of trance. But, but what, my point being is, is that was the closest thing we had to trance. My point, but they were on the bill with W and W yesterday, which made absolutely no sense because. Are they trance? No. No. Okay. So that's that's my point. So a lot of us that were, uh, you know, obviously. But they sell stickers. Yeah, that's, that's why. why they did it. So that's my the, the reason I'm bringing it up is because it was what could make them money. And in the long run, it was really a small show yesterday for what the pool parties are usually. That's um, what I was gonna say. Like my next con was gonna be like as big as WW is. I don't think that is that big that a promoter in a random city can be like, we're gonna book you at a pool party and your shit's gonna sell out. I don't think WW is that big, personally. No, I love them. They, they Talented are. as fuck. They but are. not no no not to come out not to come out the trend scene. Not to come out to Phoenix. But she, they, she are, they are in Vegas, they are EDC all yeah, the time. You can yeah, show up. That, that, Bro, that's Carlos can show up to Vegas. You can show up to Vegas, and the club's going to sell out no matter what in Vegas. Yeah, if I go in Vegas, it I'm going to gambling all the time. So does not matter. Exactly. No time for playing here. No. doesn't matter, though. It's just interesting to me, like, what she just said, that, like, we have W W package with Cosmic Gate. Yeah, well, that's because club, two years ago, Cosmic Gate was on the bill by themselves. And it didn't sell like one of the others, but it, well, there were still a lot of us there. But I mean, to the promoter, it was like, oh, it's not as big as a Cascade or a Tiesto that they're bringing in. You know what I mean? He was Cascade was here Memorial Day weekend, and it was here in the states. Yeah, something like this. Yeah. How or what? Cascade. He's like he's like a god here in the states. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Ridiculous. All right. Well, we're coming up on an hour, and I don't want to keep. Harping on all stuff, but it was great to talk to you guys, and I'm glad you guys were. You can to never do it. get the full discussion out. <laughs> I know. Oh yeah, well, like three hours. Yeah, I know, but like, you we know. Start talking like like this morning is just, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, not to be an asshole. God damn it. <laughs> Where's Daniel at? We need to get Daniel in here. Daniel. Uh, Daniel. Oh, the guy. Oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> I guarantee. I guarantee. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, I usually like to end on kind of plugging what you want to plug, like your websites, your SoundCloud, your your social, so people will follow, the new listeners will follow, and keep up with you guys, um, so whoever wants to go first, man, you want to go first? What about what? <laughs> what do you want to plug? Your social, I mean, I know, I follow all you guys, so. Oh, there you go, okay. <laughs> no, you first, I want to I wanna see what you say. Carlitos, you first. No, <laughs> I honestly, with with all due respect, not being an asshole, I don't care if anyone follows me. I'm just here to have fun and talk about music and do all that. Yeah, but if they want to listen to your sads, my name's Casey Rash, and you can Google it: C A S E Y R E S C H. And are you on SoundCloud? Yeah, of course. Damn, dude, you're big on Google. Yeah, the good, the good. Google Chrome. See me on the Chrome. All right, Carlos. What's up? 
uh, Carlos Ortega, Facebook.com, Facebook, uh, forward slash DJ Carlos Ortega. From there, you will probably stem out to find all my other socials because I can't remember the links to them. But yeah, uh, doing a couple shows. Um, hopefully, doing another LA show Is this there weekend. Any ticket giveaways? <laughs> I can't even give away shit to my own shows Probably giving out a couple freebies Stuff that I've been playing out the last year That's uh, just been I've been keeping privately But now uh, I've already had a good year about playing these stuff So I'm just going to give it away for free In like the coming months So just keep your eyes posted on that Other than that, still working on the productions Have one that I'm really happy with coming out soon We'll see where it lands on Other than that, yeah, nothing else from me Cool, and Manny, we're here because of me. It's celebrating you. So. Uh, uh, if you wanna follow me, uh, Facebook, Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Manuel so official. Okay. Or SoundCloud.com Manuel so Twitter Manuel so Instagram Manuel so. Okay. The good thing of on having a, cra- a shitty name is that Google you are the first one on the list. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. Only me has this shitty name, so it's not really hard to find. All right, great. Well, thanks, guys.